Food Junkie Radio, episode 35, I think. 30, I think that's right. I 35? think 35 is I right. I could be right. I could be wrong. All right. We're talking about uh, we're food. Doing lots of maths. Lots so of maths. We're kind of scrambled. We're trying to figure out. So there's we're using a more new than cups bill and, that's and passed in of. California to help aid in fighting hunger in California or something, something like that. For the, uh, for the children's. For the children's in school. Uh, $566 million, I think, is, was labeled a surplus that we were able to get through. Uh, thin air. I don't know how that worked. Yeah. And we're discussing... Extra leftover from last year somehow. Somehow. So we're trying to figure it out. So to give some context, the last year we were in a, some situation and they instituted this idea of lunch and breakfast options and they had these basic schools operated as food banks essentially. Mm-hmm. And people would go there and pick up you know, breakfast and lunch and this was available, or it was accounted for for every student in school. So for they, every student in a public school, or it was open for every student in public school. I think that's the way they did it. I'm okay. not 100 sure, but I think that's the way they did it. Um, and then what's happened recently is California, I think, as of right now, is the first country to adopt this idea where every kid is a lot. So basically, f- school uh, food is free in school as of for kids, for kids, mm-hmm. lunch and breakfast, breakfast and lunch options. Okay. So Bre- now we're yeah. on to the breakfast discussion. snack. Breakfast snack. Now we're on to the discussion of should school be or school food be free, public, anyways. You yeah, said it should be because tough. I wish it didn't, but I think it has to be. Why? Because the job of the school, public school is to educate the youth, right? And just like when you go to work as an adult, you get a break because. You need it to be more effective throughout the day. If you are a kid and you don't eat all day, you're not going to be an effective learner, and therefore the school is kind of doing you a disservice. But they don't pay the kid. They don't pay the kid, no, but that's a... It's just like the USPS loses money every year, but it's a, it's a government service that's provided. Is just it a good service, though? I think what it really comes down I mean, to, as we have these it actually, by the numbers, apparently, is better than all the other ones. It handled. So? I guess the USPS does the like the other companies are much faster, uh-huh. but the USPS does something like ten, twenty times the amount of mail that those other people do. Oh, I could see. So that. if you take in like a per capita ratio, apparently USPS is actually a million times better than all these other. But because they you know, do more mailing but services? But because they have so, not because they do more mailing service, they just move more units of mail per year. Uh, how much of your mail is actually bullshit and real? Well, that's a great point. <laughs> a bunch of it is kind of like junk mail junk mail that you don't want or whatever. So we keep around that service to service junk mail. To serve mail. junk mail and whatever. I don't know. You know, I don't have the numbers on like how much junk mail comes through them. I don't think I have ever gotten junk mail from like UPS or FedEx no. or anything like that. Because it's, it's only packages. A, right? Yeah. It's only, you know, they're a company. They're not going to waste their time with junk mail. Well, they probably can't because it's probably authorized only through USPS USPS, where you could do that. But for some reason, it feels um, like it's not. The Department of Education, one of the services, government services they provide is educating children. Okay. So quick note on that. That came into effect when? Like early 1900s, I know when maybe? the Department of Education started, I guess. Uh, at least from what I read off the you know silly internet, which is full of nonsense sometimes. But mm. uh, what it says is, at its inception, uh, put yourself in the time of when the idea of public school comes into play, mm-hmm. whenever that is. What f- forms of schooling are there before public schooling? Before public school? Mm. Uh, there's like... Preschool and Montessori. I don't think any of those homeschool or private school are uh, publicly subsidized or anything. No, those are all. Although I think isn't Newsom trying to start something? I think I saw something online the other day that like preschool is going to be free. I'll have to look at. I don't know. I'll have to look (laughs) into that and come back to that. But I think I did see like preschool for everyone is he wants it to be free or something like that makes sense i mean everything in california i think they well, want to be free except gas for some reason i mean they get enough money in taxes for it to be free in my opinion a lot of it gets wasted but that's kind of besides the point that we're arguing right now okay so uh, back to do back schools to need free food well is it not if you're going to educate somebody 
I think at a base basic, their other needs have to be met. Otherwise, there's no reason for that uh, organism to learn, right? But we've Otherwise, done, it's in survival mode. We've done it without it for so long, so why implement it now as if it's been a long the, time coming? I think coming. schools have been feeding kids for a long time, haven't they? I mean, since its inception. Okay. Sure. But, so, I mean, they did it differently back then. You could assume that well, how there was they? actually cooks back there, and they uh, were well, buying local, and they were It would be nice, yeah. Food. Well, we've talked about this, too, how mm. it'd probably work better if you just uh. gave some guy like you, like, all right, you get 30 grand to feed all these kids for this time period. Figure all right. Yeah. Because it's. I think when it comes to public schooling, it's more specific to the area. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what area, let's just say locally, Roseville, Eldorado Hills versus... South Sacramento versus Elk Grove. Those are all different schools and in the same vicinity, but different areas. And I think a lot of that, you know, at least if we're just talking about food, that school will reflect that, you know, at least in its food. Because the parents are going to, you know, the parents have excess, they're going to dump it into the school to make sure that their kid is better off. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty multifactional. But, I mean, when I'm looking at food, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like – Yes and no. Public school, in theory, makes sense because I guess the way I always see it, it's like that was an idea of, hey, we need to fucking basically take over these young minds because Mm -hmm. if they're able to just stay at home or learn freely, Mm -hmm. then we'd have an issue because all these motherfuckers is thinking something different. So let's just put an institution where, hey, we're we're also going to base it off of this idea called work. 40 hours a week, half an hour break, 15 minute breaks start at nine breaks, nine to five off on the weekends ready. so that's what i'm thinking that's mm-hmm. what they're programming for so when it comes to the i think the whole notion of public school i think is necessary but i don't think it should be something that is like a majority of people go to i think there should mm-hmm. be enough options out there and if we are having this money that is you know a, as of right now we do have money that goes to the public schools so you could look at it one of two ways a lot of people say they don't get enough money some people say they get plenty of money and the arguments here or there, uh, when it comes to the food particular part of it, because we have food going on, my thing would be I would almost, and you know, going back to third party, private coming in like a Guggenheimer or one of them like big companies that, you mm-hmm. know, third party at like Google or big yeah, companies where like outsource that part of their. Yeah. And not that fancy, but just some yeah, effect something. of. You know, culinary students or maybe some program where culinary students like outsourcing your school's kitchen to Cisco. Even just volunteering process, like shit, fuck it, like, or are we to act like nobody can cook it? Because look, my thing was this: I worked in a fucking public school system, and seeing the food that they had, at least at that time, um, this was probably early two thousands. Okay, so I'm looking at that shit. I'm like, this is probably not that far off from what I was eating when I was a kid. So I can only imagine. I don't think things have really changed. You could, yeah. on I think on TV, like, oh, you know, hey, we're gonna look at me. I'm eating vegetables, and this is what we're gonna give to the schools. I'm like, ah, that shit is horseshit. That's, yeah, that, that's because kids sure. aren't really gonna eat that. I worked yeah. both at a private and a public school. Hmm. Private daycare, which they're paying absorbent amounts of money, and then the public school where it's free. To me, those two were almost basically on the same system. As far as the food went? Yeah, because at the private school, they're like, hey, because I was ordering out of the box. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go. I had a Sam's Club membership. I'm like, look, I'm going to make some shit. I'm going to use my skills. I'm going to use, you know, make some, like, natural shit. Instead, they're like, hey, Brian, you need to um, stick in the budget. We we just need to get everything from Cisco, okay? So I'm serving them fruit cocktails, mandarin wedges, you know, out of the five can. You know what I mean? Doing little rolled burritos and dino nuggets. Yeah. Because it's like, that's what they want. And I'm like, these motherfuckers is paying arm and a leg. They, they, first of all, the kids don't know what they want. They don't. They don't. They don't. This, is, this is our opportunity to educate them about what is, yeah, yeah, I just, well, I'm with you. I don't know why the food part just gets overlooked. It was like, well, we don't have the money to educate them. I'm like, that's the whole purpose of this whole building. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, where is this the money pur- going? We should I, be I know, educating just, them yeah. on this, too. Because it's like every teacher would tell you we don't get paid enough. Every mm. student, or the way it breaks down, you know, we were talking about. We're mm. thinking about dollar thirty, a dollar fifty per kid Max. for lunch. That's Max. what they're spending yeah. for the, I can only for the lunch whatever and the breakfast it is for snack. Jail, not that far off. Probably not. No. So I mean, and not to say there's nothing wrong with that. It's just okay. This is the system we have in place. Yeah. Now trying to look at the numbers. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of moving parts when it comes to mm-hmm. school. But school to me somewhat reflects like how government works. There's just a yeah. lot of moving parts, and no one knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. There's always a lot of. Uh, Money lost in the infrastructure in transit. 
Yeah, that's right, so stupid. A bunch of too many middlemen of like, well, yeah, uh, it's actually cheaper if you go through me, da, 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 but you know, I'm going to take 20 cents. Yeah. And it's cheaper if you go through me, but I'm going to take 10 cents. Because it's, it's almost like this idea of standardizing yeah. food across the country, which just, to me, I don't really agree with. It makes me feel like the amount of whatever that dollar fifty, I feel like the amount of food cost in there is like not even 33% like it would be at like a restaurant mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's whittled all the way down to like only 10 cents is spent on the food and like along the route, the other dollar 40, 40 is taken up by different people along the way for their cuts. I agree. And because it's like a genius it. business plan from those people. Yes. But yeah. And you know, if you're the one running that school, you should be loud and upset. Like, or if you're a parent, you should be loud and upset. Like, what? What the fuck? But why do what? parents don't know that this happens? No, because <laughs> I, I don't think they do. I don't know. I'm not a parent. No, I gotta talk to some parents now. now I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm only uh, seeing it from my vantage point, at least in my experiences. Like I said, yeah. these experiences were in the early 2000s. I want to say I think it was uh, still a Bush situation. I don't mm-hmm. know what his policies were at the time. I think he was the no child left behind, right? That was his big thing. So I'm assuming. But this I think that wasn't. I think that was just the education. I don't think okay. they were talking See, as much so about the food for food. I'm assuming we're under. I think maybe Brown. I think was the time, or I think it was yeah. brown maybe, but regardless, I just, my experience for both of those was quite the experience. Like, even the people I worked with were, you know, uh, like older, like homemakers or Asian work. It was, it's like, it's strange. Like, even the guy that was ahead of the school that I was at was like a former PE coach, mm-hmm. and he's now the head of the food program there. And then everybody underneath them were, people that were just kind of there, but nobody had like food knowledge or food skills. Essentially mm-hmm. they were just kind of labor. Well, they were just cheap labor. Yeah. So I'm thinking it wasn't even cheap. That's what's crazy is yeah. because what I was getting paid there, you were probably in a union. Uh, I would assume uh, so. uh, uh, a teacher. Union. Ultimately. Yeah. I yeah. think there's something like that, but it's stupid because the way that works is not based on your skill. It's more of this. Can you obey commands? Mm-hmm. Cause I think I took a test to upgrade for whatever reason mm. and I didn't get it. But some lady that got hired next to me, got it and clearly we work differently because when i was there working and it was me kind of just big fish in a small pond shit because mm-hmm. i'm over there work seeing what's happening a lot of these people work there for 10 15 20 years they and knew I, the ropes but that's yeah. what i'm saying so yeah. i'm over here like oh i'm taking his spot cool i did the fucking job and everybody's like whoa man you're like really good i was like this isn't one of those situations where it's good and bad it's just yes and now i'm just trying to understand what you guys do here and mm-hmm. it was just all across the board. It was, it, to me, it was disappointing. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but also I'm not surprised. So then when I had my, you know, in with the, the private school, and that was actually before that, uh, same thing, mystified. Because I was like, this is a private entity now. And you're dealing with, I think it was private K, private pre-K uh, to third grade and a daycare service. And it was at a very nice place. And they had three locations. And I was the head for two of them, essentially, mm-hmm. and just kind of, seeing how stringent they were on it and just seeing the amount of money that I was passing through. Not to say all the budget got to go to food, but I think we discussed that in a couple podcasts back. I'm like, if I were to put an emphasis on anything, I would put it on food more than, not say the education, but I would definitely put more into the food just because if it's at $1.50 per kid, I mean, okay, you make a dollar, you make something out of $1.50 per kid, like, or per person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Really hard. Because what, then, I'm just... That's like uh, if some if a restaurant's serving you something that costs them a dollar fifty to make, that means you're probably paying six dollars for it, right? Yeah. So for anyone listening, imagine buying lunch for six dollars. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you gonna get for six dollars? That's what I'm saying. Nothing. See, you ain't unless, nothing. unless you're buying something one that's pre-made. Yeah, you had to buy a mask. Yes. That's why they got us in that. Now they have mm-hmm. us in a program where I'm assuming, like your point is, they broker these deals with whoever these distributors are. Mm-hmm. And you said like ten cents is only going to thing, but the rest of it is going to these all industries. these different middlemen along yeah. the way. And then it goes back to my point of like, okay, each area I think will be specific. So whatever we're eating here is going to be different in New York, especially during yeah. the winter time. So now to standardize some way to have everybody have the same food, I don't understand. I'm not saying I don't 100 percent agree with it. It's just it's hard for me to understand what is actually happening in the food program because I don't want to think of it like we should have a universal idea in our country. I'm like, I'm not into that at the moment. I'd rather just, all right, let's just look in our area. How does this really work? Because mm-hmm. it varies. And I'm just like, 
and you did the math, and in my head, you, the math is correct. And I was yeah. mystified by that. I think I'm just baffled by the numbers, but then also I'm thinking in my head, maybe that isn't enough, or maybe we just shouldn't be doing that at all. I'm not into the world of we should provide free food, anything. I think if it's mm-hmm. low income and no income, small percentage of it and proof. But now with this new situation, they're mm-hmm. saying no questions asked. And mm-hmm. I think one of the proponents, at least in story-wise, was, oh, somebody made... 49,000 and they were crying because they couldn't qualify for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's another one where, oh, a lot of immigra- immigrants that don't speak English just opted not to do it. They said a lot of people don't opt into it because they don't need to, but they said there's a stigma with it, which I could see. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you get school lunch. But I'm in my head, I'm like, eh, hunger in America, it's a, quite a conversation. I'm not going to say sit here and say people don't have enough food to eat. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, that's more, I don't think that gets put on a school. That it, shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be the school's problem to fix. Exactly. No. It shouldn't. No. no. But we shouldn't be writing policies that are like, hey, okay, now we're going to do this and we're going to have food for everybody. Because, yeah. you know, I told you off air, it's like there are situations where there's just a surplus of food. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's strange in a world where yeah. right now everybody somehow thinks that we don't have enough food. Yeah. So which one is it? And then, you know, we know that like grocery stores are constantly throwing away food. Constantly, constantly throwing it away because it looks ugly. Date. Yes, and then uh, every once in a while, I see like a little feel-good article about little, you know, company startup company of like three people who goes around to farms buying all the ugly, mm. quote-unquote, ugly produce and and bring that to people for free because the farm was just going to throw it away because no one would buy. It. Which is just insane that the farms feel like they're at the point where. If it doesn't look like a perfect, they just throw it away. Yeah. Because it's crazy to me to think socially for them that at. it, n- not even just socially, just like business-wise, it's cheaper for them to just throw it away yeah. than to sell it. These people have to like go actively find, I don't know, if, if I was making something like like a raw product and it grew wrong, I'd be like, there's still someone who wants to buy this for True. sure. But how much effort do you have to put in just to get yeah, that and, off Yeah, but it's crazy that... That, that's that's the at. barrier. That's where we're with at. With the internet, with yes. all the social media. Yes. You would think that they could just like post a picture on social media and just be like, hey, every Saturday, Free come food. through and come come pay like 25% cost for this ugly looking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I or forgot for what free. App that is. I've seen that. But there's, there's ugly, a, ugly like one or shit. two. There's I think there's like two in the LA area, mm. two different like groups of people who do it volunteer style i know there's now like imperfect food box or whatever yes, which has made it super hipster yeah uh and i i that only leads me to believe that there's definitely one or two more within the state somewhere of course um that are doing stuff like that i know what's it uh i used to do one of those food delivery boxes and they always claim that yeah you get the whatever all the produce i ever got in that thing was picture perfect all the time That's what i was kind of always hoping to get the weird stuff yeah uh, every once in a while from our produce, we get something that looks kind of weird, but never that crazy. No, but you've but seen crazy produce. Before. I've, I've seen some of it rare. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. Usually sometimes I, I'm out there hanging out with the farmer. I see him pick up and they just throw it to the side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's up with that? And they're like, oh, no, 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 ever buy that. I'll just hold on to it, hold on to uh, it, hold on to it. And it'll go bad. I'd rather just, it some of them are yeah. cool and they like, if it has seeds in it, they keep it and then they use those seeds to replant. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm super down with that. I don't think anyone's surprised I'm down with that. Of but, course. Uh, I see them throw it. I'm like, I'll, I'll take that. And they're like, really? I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if you're just going to throw it away, I just can't watch stuff get thrown away. See, so was there a disconnect between like cooks, chefs, industry people, and then farmers for some reason? Because farmer, it would have been like, our job is to take nonsense and turn it into beautiful yeah. shit. Now we're like the standard socially. And I don't know if that matriculated from consumer to restaurants, but. I think it's a consumer-farmer problem, Mm. and I think the farmers are just trained, and and all the equipment is standardized to be for a perfectly-looking carrot or a perfect-looking apple, and the weird ones, you know, those machines probably just pass over, and they, I don't know, they probably just let them fall off the tree eventually. and And They just fucking rot and then just go back into compost. I mean... And in, in that sense, they're not 100% wasted because no. it turns into compost. No. But, but if you could turn in, it to in my mind, <laughs> it is wasted because yeah. I don't know if 
people know this, we are compost machines. Yes. Everything we eat, we turn into compost all saying. the time. Yes. So I see, I still see the loss of energy. Uh, it's not as bad, I guess, if it rots or whatever, but. But still, if you could turn that into a meal, then it's a It's like I just cost. ate that, that Asian pear right before we started. Gross. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. What if that was an ugly looking Asian pear? Yeah. Then it just sits and rots on the ground. That's it. I'm full right now. Yeah. You're nourished. I'm nourished. And yeah. I'm going to turn it into compost on my own. See, that's what I'm thinking. I I'm just, thinking the whole that's my idea. Problem with, like the government too. Is yes. I just like, I see waste all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I sympathize and understand why it's there. Cause you do need some kind of set infrastructure to facilitate things in, in an efficient way on, on, scale. on scale. Yeah. It's hard. I do. I, I, I see the problem. Yes. But for me, the way we're handling the problem does not justify the losses that we see all the time. Mm, That's why I'm always in favor of like shrinking things. Cause like on a, like on a football field, mm. like uh, I was just thinking about it um, when I was watching Sunday football yesterday and like uh, the quarterback got tackled or whatever, throwing a touchdown pass or whatever. It's crazy that the quarterback is the last one that finds out it was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. When yeah. we're we're not even there at the game. No, we we don't. But he's the last one because he was on the ground. It's like mm-hmm. you know his head's turned and he like looks at the ref and the ref's he's like the I don't even know yet. The, the ref doesn't even know where yet. he's at. The ref next no, to him and, don't know what's going on. And he finally like looks at the big screen and then finds out. It's like mm-hmm. that guy is the closest person, and yet everyone so far you know it's just Mm -hmm. like it's a weird way disseminating information and decisions is really hard it is to do and that's like in a very localized version and it was hard yeah you know yeah but like i can only imagine trying to do it for six million kids true you know one person just can't you can't make decisions for that many people but that's why there's a million committees but then yeah (laughs) but that's the waste that's the thing that's the waste where that's why i'm always like if we shrunk everything and had like uh, like when we were talking about how do we America help other things and like take like the five big producers, five small producers and five randos. Mm-hmm. If you put like 15 people in charge of this, of their own region mm. and how to meet twice a year, it'd probably work way better. Every, so. every region would do something a little bit differently. Different. Yeah. Based on but their if you gave resources those people and what they autonomy got. Mm-hmm. to do it, it'd probably work out better. Cause yeah, kids in New York, they're, they, they don't need the same nourishment in winter as the kids out here no. where it's October where it's 90, 95 degrees right now yeah. in October. Yes. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. So that's yeah. why I think, so there's that overall notion of big government, big federal government is unnecessary because that's where USDA is. Now we have our own yeah. state USDA and even then I'm not fully plugged in with like, yeah. I'm only figuring this out now. So now we go to regionality and locality is where I think that's where the meat is. I think I can't stress that enough to the push of just being aware of just the shit around you. I think drop all the shit that's in the headlines, drop all the shit that's federal and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, that'll come to fruition or it'll work its way out. But in terms of locality, I think that's the most that people can have an influence on. Now, I don't know what schooling was even before my time, but I, I could only assume that there was a moment in time based on movies and TV where there's a lunch lady and they're actually probably bringing it just like a restaurant. I'm pretty sure they were bringing in product and then they it were, it would make sense before everything got so industrialized that Thank like, you. you know, you only do things the way you know how to do them. Yes. And if you're, if schools are just starting mm-hmm. and the school's like, Oh man, we got to feed all these kids. Well, uh, whatever that lady, mm-hmm. she makes, let's Great get it. let's hire her because she's a good i went to her house that one yep. time and she cooked dinner for yep. six people and it was great yep and we're like hey if we get you like two people you think you can feed you know X 60 kids, kids yeah. over the course of three hours yep. and she's like ah, i guess yep and that's and, it and that's like the fir- that's probably how the lunch lady started right yes. you yeah know? there's no way that before the lunch lady started cisco was there like we got you yeah no no, no. she was like going around mm-hmm. and they had a more emphasis on foods. It wasn't you know. even a big emphasis. I mean, to be honest, well, when I think back about the lunch lady shit, I look at that food that you see in TV. I'm like, I would eat that shit over the shit today. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know, when everyone always complains about how it used to be better back in the but day. See, it, that, exactly. But you know why it used to be better back in the day? Uh, because more emphasis was put on creating a complete person. Boom. And I've said this before mm. here. I'm super into all the STEM education. I think it's super important. But there's way too much focus on it now to for every kid to be a scientist, for every mm-hmm. kid to be an engineer or a lawyer. It's like 
dude, by the time you graduate eighth grade, you should just be able to take care of yourself. Boom. I'm right on board with that. And then, I agree and with then that high school is like, college. you should be able to take care of yourself. Uh, Great. Yeah. If anything, and then college is like, college, not yeah. everyone needs to go to college. No. I went to college and then I ended up not even. I think high school is optional, to be honest. I think think two years, maybe at most. Yeah, but that should. And then you should get to. Then you decide Mm -hmm. if you want to do more. You should already start testing out your shit in high school. Yeah, you shouldn't. After eighth grade, I agree. You should have a basic standard of living. What do you remember about calculus in high school? Nothing. Nothing. So why did why were you forced to take that third semester as a requirement? As a requirement from Mm -hmm. the state, you know, just for graduation. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta have. Nine semesters of the, I remember reading that Arbitrary. in high school, of like the requirements for someone to graduate high school or, or from the school I went to, and it was like you must have ten semesters of this, and I was like time out. There's only two semesters a year. High school is only four years. How do you get ten semesters in? And then they're like, oh well, Summer if you school. take a reading and a writing class, that's two. I'm like, uh, dude, that's stupid. Yeah, exactly. That's like uh, actually my uh, I cut my cousin the other day was talking about a business deal he was working on and i guess in his industry they it's uh what's it called uh common to just talk in percentages because mm-hmm. neither side really wants to divulge the Actual amount pricing. of dollars yeah, of which makes sense yeah and he said that you know his him and this guy who both representing different companies are going back and forth over like Percentage. percentages yes and uh and he's like for hours and he finally went to his accounting department and was like hey can you like how much in dollars is this hypotheticals yeah it, like get rid of the percent like i want to yeah. know exactly what what in dollars are we arguing over yeah they're arguing over like 100 bucks for hours that doesn't sound great and, and he finally was when he found that out he was just like look man you take the percentage i got you yeah and he just paid it out of pocket yeah to get because they're you know he's doing like a multi-million dollar deal mm-hmm. And they're they're stuck arguing over a hundred bucks because that dissemination of information had gotten so far removed from the people, had gotten so lost. Yeah. It's like you don't even know what you're arguing anymore. Yeah, this was hours and days of deliberations. Think, think of all the work labor costs that the companies <laughs> yeah. lost. Yeah. If if, they, if both companies had known it was a hundred bucks, they'd have been like, yeah. whatever, dude. But by the time they're in negotiations, all they get yeah. is a fight for that percentage. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah, that's just that's like what a happens prime example of just too many hands in the mm-hmm. pot. You got to take hands out yeah. and like let people, like I have to let people run their station. Yeah, I I check on them from time to time. Let them do, but like thing. I have to let them do it because I got my own shit I got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll work itself out. It might not be perfect, but uh, I think when it comes to the f- for school, at least, and I'm only drawing off my own school experience. I, I remember in high school going through the office and i remember seeing like eight people there yeah i mean like what did why and then later i find out there's one person specifically tacked with just taking attendance like analoging it yeah Hmm. all right that that should be like a side quest for somebody but that's the thing it's like we've gotten we built it up to this point now Mm -hmm. how it got there i'm not saying none of this is nefarious i I get it but i'm trying to take the emotion out of school i don't want to these sob stories about oh this movie didn't eat no no i'm I'm done with the the dramatics well you kind of do have to be a little ruthless to get things done well i mean i don't like working in the emotional world of that because to me that is all propaganda Mm -hmm. however you slice that Mm -hmm. i don't need these sob stories give me something practical and give me less over overhead or overhang like you know people like you said there's there's too much at the top i don't need nine superintendents uh, seven managers and then like four people actually working. Like well, that yeah. doesn't that ratio is odd to me. You know Why what I'm is there so many people observing the work? Yes, exactly. So but they worked it up to that point. And then it's like, oh well, uh, there this special situation come up. Now we got to make a whole new rule, which creates a whole new department. And now there's only three workers because they had to government. take one of the workers mm-hmm. to make this new. De- and it's like, no, man. You know what you had to do? One time yes. you had to do something. Yep. And then you just move on. Yeah. What if it happens again? Yep. What if anything happens again? Yeah. No, See, sometimes it, things just happen, and it's up to one person to just do a little extra. Yeah. And that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. But the way it works now is if we're going full, and the way it seems, and this is all, you know, I'm guessing here, but to your point, I think we did start off in a way where it's just that's one school in the neighborhood, 
three cooks, you know, kind of your situation, mm-hmm. what you were talking about. And then now we got it to the point where, no, actually, as a district or as a state, we're all ordering yeah. from well, this Well, I'm sure place. that's what happened, right? It's because, like one yeah. neighborhood was doing this, and the other neighborhood gets jealous, and then they go to the government, and the government's like, all right, well, you got now we're going to appoint someone in who's in charge of both schools to make it equal, mm-hmm. right? That's how it starts. That's always how it starts, which is – it's one of those things that, in theory, is great, and in practice, it's never going to work. People it's, fuck it up. Because <laughs> we, we so get we in the way. We do get in the way. And and it's one of those things that just like, okay, the school's doing a bad job. Instead of just like making one person to take 50% from that school and give it to that school and take 10% from that school to give it to that school. It's like, no, if a school's underperforming, just get rid of people there and put people in. Yeah. Change it up. Yeah. And but see, ha- that's what's so arbitrary. It's like, what is but underperforming? Yeah, you, can't, you can't do that. No, because the government, I mean, there's standards. Every now. state w- worker knows they do just good enough, and they're chilling. But that's the thing, because these people go into state work or school work, for instance, in the same manner. Meaning, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a job. I'm not really. I mean, and that's a blank statement. Anybody who's passionate about teaching, all good and fair, or whatever, all that yeah. nonsense. I'm talking about people who are in the kitchen. I doubt. I rarely hear of anybody who's a Michelin star chef or anybody who's worked in the industry wanting to go to fucking work in a cafeteria because there's mm-hmm. stigmas with that as well. Yeah. But it's weird because once you strike the ego down and essentially what you're mm-hmm. doing is you're a proponent of a system to help, you know, give kids uh, an option to buy lunch. And yeah. to f- the fact that you could have it at that price point is insane. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get a chef in there or, you know, people who are of the trade or, or willing to, you know, donate their time to do that, costs may be going up. But as a parent, are you to think that rightfully you could charge kids? Like, that doesn't even make sense to buy a dollar of fries, like, in school, ever. Why don't we just tack on what the reality of food costs is mm-hmm. out the gate? So now there's no confusion with a parent who, you know, at school, yeah. like, it shouldn't be a relief. Like, hey, you know, I got to... $20 will get you through through lunch and shit, like, or whatever it is. Like, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. the options in school should be just as they are in the real world. Yeah. And and that's about it because they're having this whole system, like you said, now it's come to the point where there's the f- head of food and beverages. There, I mean, I've seen yeah, the there's systems. Like, there's the director of yes. food operations. Yes. And then there's the head of beverages. Yep, exactly. And the head of solid foods yep. and the head of moist foods yep. and then there's a committee under them a there's, the, there's the manager of carrots yep, there's exactly. the produce manager and then there's the vegetable manager and then yep. there's the dairy manager yep. and then there's even below that there's like the milk guy yep. and, and it's like dude what happened oh my god that's what i said Which and i think what i agree ha- with yeah. you it should just be how it is in the real world and then if you can just accept that for a second Think of the knowledge that the the youth would gain by experiencing like a real world food condition mm-hmm. as they grow. Yeah, they're gonna get knowledge about uh, what's good to eat. Mm-hmm. They're gonna learn the seasons. Yep, you know all this stuff is gonna start inherently happening. And yes, it's more expensive on the front end, but imagine a population that has all this knowledge of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I had dairy, uh, and you know maybe tomorrow I should be a little bit healthier and, and be a little bit better because I, I wasn't a fan of how I felt and I have the options to choose. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I'm going to do something lighter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on Friday when I know I had that test before lunch, I'm going to treat myself Spike to something onto. nice, yep. Yeah, you know. And then imagine as they grow up, then when they're adults, instead of just that work of like 40 hours a week, 9 to 5, 30-minute break, they also have, oh, I got to eat my vegetables this week. I've been bad. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's going to get rid of so many health problems. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It start it, if you could start it that early in that fashion. I it's think it's just another form of education. It's another form, of which education. is why the school exists. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that's what I'm saying. I think the idea of education is very open, at least in my opinion. But we do live in a state where government, you know, at least especially in the city, it's government's big. So, at least my knowledge of how schools equally reflect that, meaning there is a lot of quote-unquote politics or there's a lot of just weird there's a lot of money that goes to these schools and that's constantly debated and you know you could fraction that however you want but focusing on the on on the food part if we're on this system where we're ordering from big businesses like this in the headline the second part of that headline that i was talking about off camera uh in regards to this was there's some educators that are preemptively saying that we will be running out of food by the end of the year which is 
you know, coincides with what's happening in the real world, at least in adult world where, you know, supply chains are, you know, we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, a couple podcasts in the past is will they be able to get here and what cost? But because the school system is on that same, you know, kind of swing, their only option is that or nothing. Yeah. Which, which is strange. Nuts. Yeah. So it should be locality first because if you're local, if let's just say, you know, J- you know, John Cal over here can't supply beef, you have three or four other options over here that are just as local. So yeah. you don't have to worry about contending with worldwide sources. It's like, oh, this dude get a, you know, whatever from him or produce. Same idea. It's like, hey, if it's not this grower, we have a couple local people. But hopefully by that, in theory, you would have if, as a school person running a program, you would know everybody in the region mm-hmm. that you could get to that has anything you have. You I mean, the, the schools already know these people. That's the craziest part. Come on, man. What does every school do during Halloween? Oh, pumpkin. Pumpkin patch. Boom. Where do you go? To a farm. You go to a farm. And they don't only grow pumpkins there. They don't. If they did, that would farm would be broke. Well, they always sell fudge, right? Easy. They always sell, which is, it's always gangster. Yeah, I always gangster. But it's like, you're going to tell me that that farmer doesn't know all the farmers in his neighborhood? Mm-hmm. So the schools, like, they, they already know. know. They already have, like, first degree access to these people who are growing all this food yeah but it's like then they don't have enough money to hire someone to take advantage of that which i feel for them but only so much because i just from my limited time working for the for the city and and in whatever government capacities i just like i see waste all the time oh and um I'm a super hippie, so I'm always like, we should do everything for everybody, and I know that's not practical. Okay, but in the hippie sense, then, uh, how do we do it? Because I'm not saying food shouldn't be free, but how would we yeah. do that in a situation is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's impossible. Matter of fact, I think that's actually ideal, mm-hmm. but... That's the ideal that's going to take... I already know. That's going to take us forever to get there. Yeah. I, I accept that. Yeah. And, like, how do you do it right now is, like, you have to hire people who have the drive to want to do the job Mm -hmm. right and um you have to be like you just have to be really good Mm -hmm. there's no like that's that's always the answer like are you talking about like actually in the kitchen are you talking about like i'm not i'm talking about right now i'm talking about like the the guy who hires at the school okay okay you have to be good at your job yes and you have to hire people who are going to be good at the positions you put them in should that person be from a place of food yeah, I don't know. Uh, they probably shouldn't because oh, okay. I'm, I'm imagining that that person is also not just hiring the food person, but is hiring the after school daycare, is hiring teachers when there's voids, ah. is, you know. But see, um, that's why to my point, the food portion of the school should be an outsourced third party as opposed to being part of the school system. Because then oh, in that yeah, case. Yeah, because then, then it creates the regional but that's what I'm saying. I think the problem is that they run into is they want to do that or have someone and then or like outsource it to a guy to do uh-huh. and then the that one person just doesn't have enough pull to hit the budget that they're given uh. i think that's where you run into this problem of like they would like uh my high school there was a we had like a, a chef i don't think he would call himself a chef of course it was a guy who like made the food mm-hmm. and you know he 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 did great I'm sure he probably had a shoestring budget to feed whatever three four hundred kids. Yeah, you know, and we but we went and just there was no like prepay. It was like you bought whatever yeah. you bought, you bought, you bought. And I think there was some things that he like outsourced. Like I think he would have pizza. There's not there's no shot he was making pizza right. Yeah, but he was buying and reselling. Yeah, uh, but I think even he struggled to keep under their budget. And eventually now they outsource it. I think to a bigger company, mm. which. Um, just seems like a shame because I'm sure when it was that one guy that they were just paying him yeah. and whatever money he made was going back into the school. Yeah. And I think they also um, did like some kids had to do like work experience if they were on whatever scholarship because mm. that was the motto of the school was that to help sense. the, the yes. poor. That's why the school is where it is in a poor neighborhood. Yeah. A lot. Of, it's like it was meant for that everybody should have a premium education. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of kids there who went there for free, yeah. but on the back end is like, well, then the kid had to like help do this or help do that. Yeah. You know, scholarship program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was great. Yeah. I think that's an awesome, but way I to think do it. I, I would imagine the reason that he, he's not there anymore is that he couldn't hit the budget anymore. Yeah. Well, much the like you. Yeah. And it was just like, 
well, we can't afford you anymore. We have to make more budget cuts to because the parents want the STEM. They want the new science wing. They, they want put, yes. they want the new gym. Yeah. They want, they the want new iPads for all kids. They yeah. want a marquee for the sports thing. And we we have to give that because people love the visuals. The public demand. And no one's gonna wor- no one's worrying about the food. See, and but that's which is crazy because that's what we put in our body to that's fuel ourselves. That should be number one. But that's why when it comes to school, uh, and to be honest, PTAs and parents, I, I understand that. But I think at the same time, if this institution of school does exist, I think that you know if we're gonna say that we're putting people in those positions, you know, of trust, like, hey, I trust you to put my kid in the best situation mm-hmm. to teach education in the idea of what it but is to have why a career. It's like people have to like, why are you sending your kid to school? That's a good point. Because well, to le- and everyone free says daycare. to learn. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no free daycare. No. Why exactly are you sending your kid to like, I went to private school and it's like, why are you sending your kid to this exact school? Because mm. a, a private school is a business, Very right? particular, yes. So why have you chosen this school? Mm. And I get the school as a business has to market itself and it does that through visual upgrades and yes. stuff. Yes. But it's just a shame that like, people don't see the value and like what if the buildings are old or whatever mm-hmm. and the, you know the computers aren't the most up to date but they have like the best teachers because yeah. they're getting paid the most good point they get the best food because they're paying mm-hmm. a premium i would just think that as a parent you would want the premium money spent on your child mm-hmm. rather than marketing to the next group of kids coming in but see, that says a lot about us socially. That's why I can't be 100% mad at schools because all they're doing is they're at the behest of yeah. the social culture and the parents. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's not regional. It's more of a, well, I'm subjugated to California or I'm subjugated to the district. Yeah. See, so that's and why it's And on top of, of all strange. that, yeah, yeah, then there's a bunch of – so, yeah, I do feel for the schools. It's, it's, it's a hard place it's, to be. It's challenging yeah. for sure. And that's why I'd like really at the moment the only good answer is like – Every single person you have has to be like the best person you could have ever hired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's the only. But it's that's hard. The though. only solution I see in my head to like fix the problem. But that's what right? sucks is because. But that's e- never gonna happen. Educators, like you said, STEM, right? You're like, yo, we emphasize like these careers. All right, cool. Because yeah. that's teaching what we're is not chasing. in there. But teachers, not teaching, no. not in there. But, but how yet, do you get kids there? That's you what have I'm to have teachers. that's like the infrastructure you have yes. to get there. But then we don't have it, and then we get mad that we can't. You know, that we're falling behind or whatever. And I don't know. I think people just need to shift their mindset from just um, chasing what everyone else is doing. Yes. And just look at yourself and make yourself better each day. See, in the school setting, how much of it is socially influenced by students or by parents of students or what's the other school or what the other school district or whoever is. It's like 100 percent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But why even be subjugated to that as a school and that's what sucks is because parents over here like i doubt they're highly demanding it like that and if there Mm -hmm. is it's maybe a small percentage but everybody else is just kind of i just send my kid to school i don't even ask and then the people Mm -hmm. that work there are like eh, i just go to school and i work i I I don't really here i just i just do my thing that's what i'm saying so like you said there's a link and loss in translation and the dissemination (laughs) of uh, the decision making (laughs) yes i agree i've i've found for the most part that when you give people the autonomy to make decisions mm. in their station or whatever, that the ones who can't handle it, you're going to see. It's not like I'm not there watching. It's mm-hmm. not like the principal can't. You know, the principals yeah. do observe teachers. Of course, that's the whole job. And you give them autonomy to run their class. You know, s- share with them your philosophy and like we'd like it to be in line. You know, yeah. I I would hope that it's just part of the hiring process. If someone's got a completely different viewpoint than them, you're like you're probably not the right fit for here. Or Same. maybe it is. Because school it, should be diverse. Every once in a while, you should have someone who challenges you a little bit. Yes. But I just know for me, hiring people, I'm, I always tell them, like, I'm kind of a nerd. I'm into, like, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm into, like, getting as local as I can. I'm into, like, making stuff from hand because yes. I, I believe we should do it that way. And I'm always trying to make it nutritious mm-hmm. and uh, make it, like, so that someone could come here regularly. And if someone walked in and was like, well, I just want to work with, you know, expensive ingredients only. I'm like, this is probably not where you should work. Yeah. Or um, I I actually did have one person who was like their skills were really high and I saw how they worked. And I was like, you know, this is not the right place for you to work. 
but see, not, they have you're options. You're not going to be happy here. They have yeah, options. They have see options. See students and, and I parents. Point the, and I point them to wherever I think I think you should go check out this place. See, students and parents that are in the public school system don't have a, another public yeah. school option. Which is crazy. They have to go to private or Montessori. That's yeah. why the kick in the last administration, it seemed like they had a big emphasis on trying to subsidize you know, Montessori's privates mm-hmm. and all that. Charters. So you can choose a public or you can choose a private yeah. and still have state or Well, know, that's where the public funding. schools always run into these problems. Yeah. They, they don't have that luxury that I do yeah. to like be super picky and choosy. It's yeah. like you just they have to mm-hmm. deal with what they have, yeah. which is just tough. Which I think is nonsense. And it's not their fault. Like I said, I think public schools should be uh, a very minimum thing, meaning like just the baseline of what a school needs. I don't think it should have upgraded anything. Mm-hmm. I think the things that should be upgraded are schools that personally take on that. See, for like what you were talking about, where this is my ideology for my restaurant, this is what I want to go with. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to assume that schools don't have that, at least in public? Public schools, a principal of one school. It's a public school can't yeah. have an ideology and think like I'm gonna not, hire based it's on not, that. It's not that different from whatever the neighboring. Yes, so it may be you very have to be minimal. District. You yeah, have they have district. to match so many guidelines. That's why they're. It's tough. That's I don't. I don't saying. know how they do it. But that's they why I'm do like, it there because be so it, they get it's it's yeah. security. That's why the the, <laughs> in my opinion, the districts have to be tinier. Or not with at all. More, or with more autonomy. Or not at all. Yeah, why yeah, even have region districts? Just say, yeah, here's a school. Here's a school. And, and we get paid for And you can sign your kid up. Anywhere. For, you, if yeah. you want to drive across town, so be it. Yeah. It's not a problem. You know what I and mean? And you, the public, show us mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what so. would happen. A lot of schools would disappear because yeah. right off the bat, right, you know, the school gets, like, foster care. You get money per kid. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, well, we signed up 3,000 extra kids. You know, the the county's going to close those neighboring schools and they're like, oh, people just aren't going there. Yeah. And okay. Survival of the fittest. You know what I'm saying? Survival of the fittest. It, it would push the people who are um, running whatever school's neighboring to like, all right, we have to like work with our budget mm-hmm. or we're gone. Yeah. And you don't have your job anymore. But see, I think in the case that, let's just say this, right? Let's just say, for instance, public school goes to the route of, hey, we're just going to do, uh, you know, bare minimum classrooms you know got a field got a sports team nothing outlandish just kind of whatever we could make be very soundful on, on spending but just have an emphasis on you know education have emphasis on the food at base now if say the existing schools can't operate then that leads it to the open idea of you know montessori private charter filling mm-hmm. in those areas and offering something, something better or yeah. equal than what public school is with a different philosophy because if you're private, if you're modern, you, there's a different ideology there. Right. Where public is kind of subjugated to, you know, federal to state mm-hmm. guidelines. And then. Which are always changing. Every time the administration change, changes all over again. Because I'm thinking, I'm trying to account for the people with the original talking point was low income, no income. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you could assume that based on how that narrative plays out, okay, let's assume these, you know, uh, this percentage of the population can't travel to go to school they have to get within their region or within their area okay cool so the public school is available for that that's why i'm like okay that should be available for them at baseline that's why public school shouldn't be having a big ass stadium and you know what i mean like state-of-the-art anything i don't think so even though i went to school that had all of that i'm just Mm -hmm. like I felt like I was on a college campus, kind of, even though I never really was yeah. like at a university. But I'm just thinking the amenities we had. Well, I'm it's like, like, why does a high schooler need that? Why does an elementary school need that? They don't need that. Because this is the same idea of why people are still waiting for EDD checks, and we're trying to yeah. get to a point where well, everything's free. Yeah, you get given everything, so you're like, whatever. It'll it'll come back around to my turn. That's just what, it'll just around. it'll I'll be just, free. I I'll think that's what is scary, at least in the theory of this idea of socialism or, or communism is, you know, like, hey, uh, the government will take care of us. That's mm-hmm. what that indicates to me, at least in the school form setting. That's how when we quanti- when we uh, kind of hone it down to food, um, having that universal like idea isn't realistic because you're talking about different walks of life. You're talking about uh, not regional food. Like, it's strange how you could be in California and let's just say everything in a fucking in that school that they're serving food is not anywhere coming from anything locally. 
Yeah. It's a possibility. Chicken sandwiches, pizza, it's frozen. True. I've seen all these things come in. A lot of these aren't like I ain't Sometimes seen local dude coming grown in. in California, it goes out of state somewhere else to get processed and into something else, yeah. goes to a different state mm-hmm. to get assembled, and then comes back. Yeah. And it's like, you're telling me that's cheaper yeah. than sending one guy to just go get the f- and make it? See? And then on How? top of that, even just the discussion of it cheaper, that's what even, like, to our point, makes it strange is because if you had to prioritize where to put the emphasis on budget, I would put food top three. Yeah. If not number one, because education to me is very open-ended. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't – education, if I had to put what public school education should be, is getting these – kids ready for the possibility i guess of a career but i'm more on the lines of your point where at least from kindergarten to eighth grade this is just being a good citizen being a human being and learning how to live on your own until that point yeah that's what i think after that high school really is just some low form college where you can test your shit you should learn how to read and write yes you should learn basic math multiplication division Mm -hmm. yeah I don't, Shit, do you, that's I, don't, I don't think you need anything besides that in elementary school, no. right? No. Maybe maybe a, a touch of geometry just mm-hmm. so you could work and make things with your hands to help with, like, wood shop and stuff. Okay. I don't okay. know why I don't – I didn't – I'm so jealous of everyone that got wood shop. I never But that was that. a generation before us. I – well, and – Which the, had it right. But, like, how much – like, I, I remember in elementary school, it was, like, doing pre-algebra. I'm like, why the fuck do I need pre-algebra? No, that was the worst. I don't get that shit. Things in parentheses. Well, it's y's just like, why does, why does an eighth grader need that? They don't. They don't. How ma- in, in your daily life, yeah. how much algebra do you use? But see, I think Zero. preemptively to your point about trying to get, oh, we're trying to be the lead in these yeah, professions. No, we, have to, we have to be in, on top of STEM. We have to be yeah. on top of STEM. Uh, the other countries are beating us. So what, dude? But see, that's strange. You know why they're beating you? Because Sweden is this big compared it, Compared it's arbitrary. Was there uh, some tests that you know we don't crazy? know about? Like, now that I had that thought come through, is everyone's always like, "Oh, did you know in in Norway mm. they get ten months?" It's always them. Le- it's uh, it's always <laughs> Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Scandinavia, Scandinavia. They was like, yeah. they got it figured out. I'm like, you know why they got it figured out? Because they're paying like ninety percent tax. Yeah. Oh, well, why don't we do it? You know why it works there? Yeah. Because they got like five thousand people in the yeah, government, exactly. and that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. There's not as much loss in infrastructure. But see, that's we how can't they, that's do the propaganda. That that's the propaganda shit. You we can't. We can't pay. If, imagine if we paid ninety percent taxes in America. Oh, shit, we're One, close to doing that in California. People would lose their fucking mind. Two. Would they? Ha- yeah, because <laughs> they are starting to lose <laughs> them. People are starting to get mad. Come on, man. Uh, but it's like, think of how much just lost. No one trusts the government here because no. they're, co- they're we're paying whatever percent we're now, and we're like pff, they're already losing it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like it. There's too many people under one set of rules. Yes. You have to segregate it and let these different districts have autonomy over themselves true, yeah. and just let them be a part of a union, which See? is what we are. We're mm. the United States. Well, I mean, certain, certain states are. To, we're not supposed to be this big. They, they realized that forever ago. That's why we have state constitutions yeah. on top of the mm. country constitution. Yeah. And, you know, that was... What eighteen something, whatever, eighteen seventy, yeah, eighteen seventy-two. Someone, someone's gonna fact check me, and I'm wrong. You got. We're always wrong on this thing. But do you think that one set of rules that they started with back then, one hundred and fifty, almost two hundred years ago, were meant for today? Yes. No way. Yes, I think so. They of course they have to be redone, or they have to be. You have to take into account that that set of rules was meant to govern that many people at yeah. that time. See, so one so of two things no happen. Way. Is there more people? There's way too many people. Are you sure, though? Because yeah. you got, you're thinking about it in terms of what the world reveals to you on TV and social media. I just see how many people almost cut me off every day on the freeway. But if okay. you really count the amount of people here, it's it doesn't really signify, at least in my opinion, of what you would see in San Francisco or what you'd see in New York because they yeah. stack up tall. Here, it's just more – it's big, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people – and I think it's headed towards that way. Yeah. But this isn't what it's supposed to be at this point. So something's yeah. happening culturally where people have gotten away from having their own lands. Like we talked about, you know, a podcast a couple ago where it's like everybody used to live on farms. Right. Now and grow something. People don't. Meaning there's oh, some yeah. now we're specialized where it's like, hey, you can't make money here. Go to the city. Move to the city. Meanwhile, yeah. while you do that, we're just going to buy Take all this land. land. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. we're all paying X and amount of dollars for, you know, 400 square feet of something to be part of something. 
that we think this is a collective, but especially in this situation, this is more of a all rules for all you guys follow and abide. And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of this is where specific we're at. And on top of that, we're just happen to be the capital of one of the biggest economies in the, the world. world. So that's why this is conversation is very specific here. And I think what my original point was, the world is small mm-hmm. in the world we actually live in and participate in. Like I said, like, even though you were on the road and you almost got cut off, I mean, at most, how many people were on the road when you were driving? Eh, 50, 60. I would say way more than that. 100. I'd say. Like, in your specific area, not every freeway that's in Sacramento. I would say how many peop- how many cars did I see? Yeah. I would. I bet I saw a couple hundred. Okay, two, three hundred. Okay. That ain't shit. That ain't nothing. I mean, at least in yeah, terms of in amount of people. Yeah, but in the time period. What, in the amount time of people. period was like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I mean, yeah. I see that. It's yeah. just in my head, the way it, the way that we're talking about, you know, the, the, the way that governance is here, and there's so much of it. It's mm-hmm. so much of this weird. Yeah. There's too much government for this few people. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's what I'm saying. We have state capital with all these things. I mean, look what happened with downtown. When, yeah. when. It, the shutdown happened, and no one ain't going to work. These restaurants in downtown aren't even open for lunch anymore. No, nope, I'm not. You get what I'm saying? So that just yeah. goes to show you, and that's a majority of who lives mm-hmm. here is state workers. Mm-hmm. So that's why all the outskirts are state workers. That's why Roseville, all these places flourish, be, or flourish at dinner time is because people that work here do not eat yeah. dinner here. They, they go, out, they go, go out. home. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of like having that much – you know, governance and looking at that, you're kind of, I mean, for me, I'm not a big proponent of it. And I don't think it's necessary, but we are the biggest economy of the state. No. So I guess this is necessary, no, but I just don't like seeing like it in schools. Shrink the government and give them less uh, area of responsibility. Yeah. Because there's less people in those areas. Less people. Yeah. So with less people leading them, it could be done. Yes. Yes. Less, less. Yes. I agree. And I need less people to govern less people. Yes. Quantify that to federal, too. We have way too many people Mm -hmm. governing not enough people that need that much government. Yes. We have like the government that could, you know, govern billions. Yes. Yes. And there's millions here, but it's not, it's too many people in governing. Yeah. There's probably three state workers for one of us. Taking their (laughs) cut. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And they're all been working there for years. Like yeah. most people I know that live here work for the state in some form or fashion. And yeah. I've heard stories up and down the board of just oh, weird yeah. nonsensical shit. Like I'm just like, like what I are just you, clocked Department in. of Fish and Game? Like you know nothing about yeah. department. Yeah. yeah, I just over there and I just tell I you. Just, and I go, what do you know about fish and game? Nothing. nothing. I'm not. I'm not one of the people in the field. So See? what? Do, what do you do? What do you do uh, exactly? It's good pay, though. It's good, it's good pay. pay. Yeah, yeah, but what, what do you See, accablish each that's day? That's what I'm saying. See, oh, well, yeah. I, you know, I work. I'm yeah. like, but what tangible, what tangible do you work offer unit are you doing? Yeah. Are I mean, you that's just a good point. moving numbers from one Excel sheet to another? That's a good point. No, oh, no. I'm like, okay, so explain to me mm. what you are doing. No. See, and that's a lot of people yeah. in this particular area. That's why, so quantifying it back down just to schools, I, th- I have a feeling there's some version of what happens in governance here that has mm-hmm. matriculated to schools, meaning sure. superintendents end up becoming, you know, low-file politicians, so yeah, on and so forth. Yeah, and then forth. they go so to city the council. And then, this yeah. is the springboard. So it becomes that because all eyes on you, your voting class and your voters are those students mm-hmm. parents and so on and so forth so and the parents tell their kids oh dude that person was really they were they were in charge of the school you went to yeah and you're like oh i like the school i went to i had fun in school and then that person moves to city yeah. council and kids will never and know then, you know what I'm saying? well they get indoctrinated into into the fallacy oh, that the that man. the the government is here to help you and it is what, it, it, what's, what guy said that the most dangerous phrase you could ever hear is i'm from the government and i'm here to help oh shit. that's like I an ex-president that. said that funny though <laughs> this just turned red is that chill oh yeah you're good yeah okay oh yeah but good. yeah some some big time politician said that a long time ago the most dangerous phrase you could hear is uh i'm from the government and yes. i'm here to help and it's like yeah you need a light no, you're good. but it's uh oh okay yeah because yeah well, you know, it's October, so why would it not be? Uh, global warming's not real anyway, so. 
I mean, it depends. It depends. It depends on what you believe. I mean, like I said, it it sucks to think that politics have entered these avenues. But Mm -hmm. I think during cycles, especially out here, it's a little more magnified, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to discern as a you know uh, a citizen of California or the. The, the country that you don't know when something's being politicized. That's what sucks. Oh, yeah. Because you, you have to assume everything's being politicized all the time now. Well, because the way you think about it, yeah. you try to put logic to a lot of things, it either becomes overwhelming where you don't want to do the research, unfortunately, mm-hmm. or you're just kind of emotionally driven in. Mm-hmm. And then once you just kind of, if you ask the simple questions, like, this is what I believe logically it could be. And then you speak amongst peers both on one side or the other. You, if you could just come to an understanding of how some of these things work, you'd find a lot more agreements than you would, you know, disagree. A lot of it's crazy how many people agree. Yes, that's what I'm it's saying. It's crazy. Everyone agrees on so many things, mm-hmm. but they're just like, ah, but but I don't. Yeah. And it's like, no, literally, because you know what everybody wants? Everybody wants everyone to be happy. Yes. At the baseline. At baseline. I truly believe yeah. that. There, I don't think there's anyone out there like, I hope that random person I've never met has a bad day. If you had to choose between a random person having a good or a bad day, mm-hmm. you would choose a good day. Oh. 100% of the time. Let's just hope that everybody Let's pushes towards that. that. Let's just hope. Even if you're yeah. having a bad day in the moment and you're like, I hope they have it. Yeah. You don't really mean that. You don't really mean you, that. You yeah. hope that they have a good you day. You don't want that. You don't want random. that. Random. We don't want but to it's do a, that. But it's like all of a sudden when you introduce one more phrase, now what if they, would you vote for them to have a good day if you had a mediocre day? Then people are like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And it's uh, like, that's like the ego thing you were uh, talking about. It's like, but why not? Why would nothing change for you? Literally mediocre is just okay. Uh, people want drama. Just, people want I know. the good. Like, I mean, mm, I, it, they have a bad day and I have a good day. Well, I'll just have such a good day that they have, have a, a good day. Media. Yeah. No, because that wasn't the choice. Nope. Yeah. You chose, they get a bad day for yeah. your good day or oh, they can have a good day and you have an okay day. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because it's all, it's all to each his own. I mean, this is some weird thing. That's why it's like at baseline, it's those simple things. Like that's why uh, the school thing just bugs me because it's the fact that I did work in it and I look back at that shit now and I'm just like, I was fucked up. <laughs> I, I understand the that's notion crazy. even when I was a kid because when I was a kid and my mom would tell me it's like yeah, that's why you're the one that eats like that because I put you in pretty early in that the time when they were incorporating. You know, like processed foods and all stuff. the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, you were trained. And then I work in there and, and I'm your, like, this and your bacteria changed. in your gut was trained to, to search that food That's out. What I'm saying. And yeah. forever and a day, I'll always like eat fucking fast food because I'm a psycho like that. And it's in my blood. But mm-hmm. I hate it because it's like it was given to me by basically you didn't even no get choice. A choice. Yeah. yeah you didn't that's get what no I'm choice. thinking. So now when I reflect back and I try to really put this into perspective, I'm just like going forward. I mean, like I said. This isn't like the biggest talking point ever, um, but because we do talk about food, it's just kind of something that's that's what on we're going to focus on. Yeah, so that's but it's like, one of those one of the scenarios things. where there's a huge problem, and you can't fix it all at once. No, you cannot. I can only. It's too big. Exactly. But you can chip. Yes. And it, as long as it's like, uh, it's like what I used to do for my my apartment's a mess right now. Maybe. But but like, but like two year ago, me would be like, this apartment's clean. Yeah. And now today, me which. You know, it's a little a bit better, better version of clean, yourself. Yeah, a better version. You know, my standards go up, and like now, everyone I hear people complain. Oh, I just don't have the energy. I'm like, dude, literally, when you walk to the bathroom, pick up your shoes with you on the way. Yeah, and just see what that starts. Sit. Maybe Little that's things. maybe that's like literally all the cleaning you can do that day. Yeah, I would I would put money on the fact that when you get in the bathroom and you see that Q-tip you missed in the trash, that you just lean over and pick it up, mm-hmm. and then on your way back all of a sudden you see something else and you're like whatever let me do and then you spent five minutes cleaning without even thinking about it building good habits yeah yeah but you know yeah building good food habits with kids just seems like a great idea it seems like a slam dunk so many problems seems like a slam dunk because it's one less thing to worry about especially if you're able to incorporate seems bad for the pill industry but uh i would agree so but you know no one likes them anyway already that's what i'm thinking because in yesteryear this wouldn't have been a conversation, but I think the fact that at least at least for us putting this shit into the ether only leads me to believe that there will be this discussion down the line. And as this happens, I think this is the social and cultural changing things that do happen because whatever we're at now in, in terms of school and food and how this shit all plays out, we weren't always here. 
so somehow we got here now is mm-hmm. it our doing versus policy and politics and mm-hmm. eh, i'd probably say equal split at yeah. the end of the day but it's our problem exactly but it is our problem so now identifying it and then however you know these things play out because i'll constantly chip at this i think as i go forward i think this will always be on my mind only because you know at certain points this will come to effect it's like you said trying to chip away and i think that i have hope for it um but i would put my hope more in uh more of a diversified level of education meaning not only public i think public's mm-hmm. necessary and i love it but i also think that uh private montessori charter um whatever other yeah. versions of school will come well, if out. we're gonna be a capitalist country let's fucking do it you know what i'm saying we ain't gotta go halfway like yeah. dude do the shit all well, the way let's through just do it then yeah and anything that will be you know like uh for the people should definitely be a account for a very small percentage of the footprint yeah. in everything because if it's a baseline service, that's what I'm saying. It's a base baseline every service. Yeah, we that's not. What it is. Yeah, we're not doing no marquees. We're not doing no motherfucking yeah. you know iPads and iPhones for every kid no. for a public school. That makes sense in a private school yeah. because when they do donations and fundraising, that shit's for real. I've done oh, enough yeah. fundraising in private schools where I'm they like, raise the money. Yeah, so that's why those systems work is because yeah. they, they are a business specific. Yes. Public school is not a business. No. It's Therefore, you shouldn't be treated service. that way. Yes, exactly. You should get educated just enough to raise to raise you and your next generation up by a step. Yeah, that's it. And that's baseline. And then, and then it's on you. Yeah, and put, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't deter that person from being any different from anybody else that comes from a private or a public. Yeah. I get the social stigmas and shit, but that's all just social stigma. That's um, your ego getting in the way. That's what I'm saying. We shouldn't be writing policy on how people feel. No. We should be writing policy on, on logistical happening. shit. Yeah. And if there's hard cash or hard investment coming in, taxes, all that shit, that's hard. That has no emotion. So yeah. us making policy based off emotion that ultimately reflects that, I'm not in agreement with. But yeah. that's just me. I agree. I'm a crazy person. What you got for me? Mushroom knowledge. I don't know. I don't have any mushroom myths? knowledge. You got some myths, myths for me? No, I don't know. A lot more people know about magic mushrooms than I thought. Magic mushrooms. Maybe I was just what, uh, like psychedelics. Yeah. Every time I talk about um, putting it on the, the menu, how we well <laughs> no about how we talk about mushroom facts every week. Everyone's always like, like magic mushrooms. I'm like, damn, dude, did everyone know about this but me? I'm, are uh, we just lacking I on honestly the mushroom think knowledge? The next generation, I'm assuming your your work staff is a couple years younger than you. Well, they all know about. But I'm talking about just like uh, general knowledge, just like the general public mm-hmm. that comes in, mm-hmm. varying age groups, yes, varying cultures, varying uh, accents, which tells me they come from different parts of the world. Yes, they all know about. That's always everyone's first thought. I think that I'm there like, is, this is that crazy. shift in that mushroom world but they the usually coming in. don't know about like uh like the plastic eating mushrooms ah they don't know about the good they, shit yeah they, they, they don't know they about know. the fucking glow in the dark mushrooms <laughs> yeah they don't I know tell about people, that. they're like what yeah and so yeah. i don't know maybe just because i'm coming at it from my angle sees like the food part and yes. the the hippie renewable stuff yes and i think other people come from from the pure enjoyment of like psychedelics psychedelics dude i heard that's great mind journey yeah. Get fucked up, which is cool too. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, that's hey, what's cool hey, about mushrooms. As, if that's your entry point, dope. Yes. Let me show you all this, yeah. and then you show me your side, yeah. and then we both get better. Yes. See, there you go. That's called yeah. democracy. That's called uh, together that's just with called differences. Being a person. Yeah. How about that? Fuck all. Get politics. a little bit better yeah. each day. That's what I'm saying. P, always appreciate it. Thank you very much. We are at time. Uh, FJ25, Food Junkie Radio. Tell the people what they want. Uh, vote with your dollar. Drink your water. Be kind to each other. Listen to listen, not to respond. Mm. I don't know. Vote, vote, vote me for president. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't mushrooms know. Mushrooms are dope. Uh, the mushrooms are dope. Voting? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Voting's a tough Actually, one. let's just start with just go vote. <laughs> Next time there's something. How about this? Go, um, like, volunteer. Volunteer. Volunteer and Volunteer for something that you believe in. Yes. Yeah. That and if helps, you don't know what you believe that in, helps your volunteer neighbor. your time to figure that out. Yeah. Give yourself time to figure out what it is that Even you want to do. Even if it's just one day a week. Yeah, Even easy. if it's one day a month. Yeah. Give yourself, let, yeah, let yourself be five minutes. There you go. Love cool. it. P, appreciate it, brother. Thank you.